It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 18th of March. Oh my, it just keeps coming. Craig Bullerjack joins us. We have a happy Wednesday, which we didn't plan as as needed as it is, but it is needed. Happy Wednesday with Craig Bullerjack coming up on Locked On Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast of the Utah Jazz. Come on, you can only laugh at this point, right? So if you're in Salt Lake, you got woken up at about 7.07 today by a 5.7 earthquake. Uh, I will say that my first reaction, having grown up in California, is there was snow on the ground outside our house in Park City, and I was thinking to myself, you actually can't have snow in an earthquake. I don't know why I thought that, but I did. But at some point, you have to laugh, and if there was ever a day where I could come on a Utah-based podcast and start swearing, I think today probably be the day I'll pass. But uh, it does feel as though today would be the day in which we could suddenly do that. Holy smokes, just nonstop. Um, hey, a uh, bunch of little, like, for those of you that are um, are you know needing it, we do have uh, an old promotion left over uh, from Calm. So calm.com slash locked on will get you 40% off calm. If you need some of that, you know, if that'd help uh, anything out there for you. Um, we still have our echelon fit deals for you. If you go to the lockdownpodcast.com page, we have a bunch of those deals out there still. So uh, they're all there for you. Hopefully. I don't know. There's not, I don't have a lot of answers. So I'll just talk a little basketball and, uh, and hopefully the ground doesn't shake under us while we're doing it. Though I'm up in Park City. We got hit pretty good on the first one. have not felt any of the aftershocks. Uh, but the first one definitely woke everyone up in the house. La- lasted, you know, long enough so that you kind of asked yourself whether or not you should jump in a door well or under a something. Um, only to realize that, at least in my case, that there was nothing under anything to get under. Um, but no damage here. Uh, just... You know, an added to the list of all the craziness. Uh, Craig Bullerjack and I joined today. If you listened to yesterday's show, and if you haven't listened, we've been he's been with us all week, which has been great. Super appreciate it. And if you want to tweet at Buckle Up Bowler and tell him thanks, I would appreciate it. Uh, and so Monday, we kind of talked about our experiences and what it's been like. Tuesday, we got into the season and how the fans have felt. And at the very end of Tuesday's show, yesterday, you heard the two of us kind of say, gosh, like the team's good. Like, we're complaining about all the things that aren't right, and the team's good. So today's show, which now turns out to be really apropos, is about all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Uh, a 41-23 and 23 roster and, all, and the things that we're most uh, pleased with uh, on this season. By the way, we would be in L.A. today to play the Lakers, coming back off our win Monday against the Lakers when we beat LeBron. Uh, we'd be going to try to see if we could feeling very good about ourselves, having just swept New Orleans and Memphis over the weekend, and then we'd be uh, playing, uh, having beat the Lakers, LeBron another loss, would be heading to L.A. Uh, today for that one. Uh, in the simultaneous, the Clippers, we play in the Nuggets in a big matchup when we'd be wondering whether or not we could vault up the standings a little bit more. That's that's what we would be talking about on this March 18th. I don't know if that's true, but let's go with that uh, as the feeling. Uh, there was an interesting story yesterday that came out, um, and there's been s- surprising news. So the N- NBA credit line has moved from $650 million up to $550 million. Um, so to help the league obviously without any revenue right now uh, and what's going on. They also had a conference call with one of the leading experts 
um, former Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, uh, who gave a fairly grim forecast of where they were heading. Um, and quote in the story, further convinced owners there could be no resumption before June. If that's even possible, sources said. So here's what gets um, kind of the conversation yesterday about schedules. If we are talking about not uh, returning until June uh, or any time before June, then what gets complicated is how you have the 2020-21 season without altering the schedule. So if we were to start up in June again, and then from June, you've finished up the regular season and started the playoffs in late in late June, it's getting, it's, it, this begins to get very hard to do. And now you have the playoffs shortened into mid-August. Then you have the draft in late August and free agency in September. Are you just canceling summer league, which might you might be doing? I mean, you just need would need some time. I would guess that that's in jeopardy. And then you're canceling summer league. And then are you just turning around and saying camp opens October first, just like that, and no one has an off season? It's it's difficult to start to figure out the scenario on how the NBA season for twenty 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 one starts at a at its regular starting time which is training camp in late September, if we're doing free agency in September. Maybe. I mean, it'd be wild, right? You're just like making your moves and then turning around and starting the season if we want to stay on that schedule. It's where the conversation of yesterday about the schedule becomes even more significant uh, and possible than it was prior. And um, I, there's some problems with it, but it's also, I guess, in a sense, an opportunity for the league to go try some things. In in theory, we're going to have basketball again at some point. It does sound as though, uh, without knowing, you know, just that line in, in Woju's story, that we're teetering on whether we're going to have basketball again. Uh, the other comment was made in the story is that Murphy was more optimistic in the recent days, once state officials took the lead to mitigate transmissions of the virus, um, you know, though continuing with the theme that almost every health official says, which is the worst is yet to come. Sorry, don't mean to calm your nerves any with that, right? Um, so, I don't know, it's interesting. The NBA, uh, I think, you know, we could come back and play 10 regular season games just to get everybody in shape, shorten the early playoff series truncate this down a little bit but you're still getting into some funky games of of scheduling the other one is honestly is who's going to be in shape now a lot of these guys just stay in shape and are are but this is different and you know if you're in washington charlotte chicago new york detroit atlanta cleveland san antonio probably phoenix minnesota golden state like, you're coming back to play 10 or 15 games that don't matter. Unless you're a free agent and you're trying to prove something. Um, it's also, you know, this is not a reason to do things. It's a it's a mundane offseason, right? Uh, and since it's a mundane offseason, maybe you're able to truncate it down 
a little bit more. I don't know. I'd be interesting if we if we do get back to play in June, and then do you go to this free agency in September? If you try to have the summer league, you're having the summer league in mid-September, but Vegas might not be, you know, Vegas, part of the summer league works because Vegas is willing to give you, wants a bunch of hotel rooms and people there in the summer. In September, people are going to Vegas in theory uh, anyway, and they're going based on um, football and all those things, the whole reason you want to be out of September. So I don't know that that still works for summer league. There's problems with the idea. It's, it is an interesting concept that we talked about yesterday. All right, um, I've got a bunch of notes for you, but let me just give you a few. And I, I'm all right. So I mentioned it earlier. Calm.com slash locked on is available for you. That's that's a, a leftover. Um, we also have uh, I'm just trying, you know, things that we have as a network that um, that we've done over the years that might be um, somewhat helpful to you. Uh, we also have a Postmates offer. Uh, for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days to start your free deliveries. You can download the app and use the promo code Locked On NBA. Um, if you're looking to get a bike at home because you're tied up, EchelonFit.com/LONBA. So uh, there are there are three kind of just things we have: calm.com/ um, Calm, I actually use Calm, calm slash doc, dot com slash locked on. Echelon Fit is available for you, dot com slash L-O-N-B-A. And then the Postmates uh, I just mentioned to you, um, locked on NBA is your is your code. Okay, uh, Craig Bullerjack's going to join me. Uh, we actually, you know, recorded this Sunday, so the earth hasn't shook on us yet. Um, and we... This is a fun one. This is like, let's talk about all the good things about the Utah Jazz uh, that are out there for you. Uh, I talked yesterday to Blake Murdoch over at Murdoch uh, Hyundai and Murdoch Chevy and asked them uh, some of the things they're doing. So here's a rundown of the things they're doing for you. They're launching something called Murdoch Sure. So if you're in need of a car, uh, this is actually a great time to get one if you need it. And they've built in protections for you because of the world. So 0% on all models. So that's why it's a great time. No payment for 90 days. Hyundai has a program that if you lose your job, Hyundai will pay up to six payments for you with something they call Hyundai Assurance. Then they've instituted the Murdoch Sure social distancing things. People are, uh, if you're shopping for a vehicle, you can do it online. You actually can buy your vehicle with your test drive pending, um, they'll bring every vehicle to you. They'll do all the financing uh, online. You can order a test drive uh, if you want uh, as well. You can do it and then, and then order afterwards. You can do it kind of whatever order you want. So Murdoch Hyundai putting all those things in. Murdoch Chevy doing a lot of the same with the Murdoch Sure. The Hyundai six-month payments is Hyundai Unique. That Hyundai, excuse me, not six months, six up to six payments. I don't know how often payments are. So if you lose your job, Hyundai will pay up to six payments for you uh, with Hyundai Assurance. That's all taking place at Murdoch Hyundai, located 4646 South State Street, also in Logan and in Linden. All right, Craig Bowlerjack joins us now for the third part. Again, tweet him at, at BuckleUpBowler as a thank you. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. 
multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30 plus health conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it. And if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at freshly.com slash locked on NBA. That's freshly.com slash locked on NBA. All right, it's happy day. Craig and I are doing happy stuff today. What is the thing? Let's get happy. I'm happy. We're going to do happy stuff today. The world's crazy. Craig and I recorded this on Sunday. Just want to let make sure we're not lying to anyone. It's an open setting. Who knows what might have happened between now and then. Maybe we're not happy. But we're going to be happy about the jazz season because we actually held a 35-minute conversation about everything that was wrong on a team that was 41 and 23, and I think we're both embarrassed about it. Right? Like, oh, I, I sit back after you said that on our last talk uh, on our last episode yesterday. I'm sitting here and I popped up uh, the standings and I'm thinking, my goodness, why? Uh, what is the issue? Why? And again, I'm just thinking expectations. It keeps coming bubbling into my brain. But, you know, we realize we're a game and a half behind Denver and you're three games behind the second place Clippers uh, as we speak. And, you know, you got Oklahoma City, Houston chasing after you, a very tight race. And then uh, looking at Dallas and the Memphis Grizzlies behind you and Portland in the rearview mirror. How about that? Number four in the West. And it seems like we get into a focus of what could be better, what what is wrong. And it's fascinating to me. Fascinating. All right. I'm going to the thing I'm ha- that I'm happiest about. Okay, go. Watching the coaching staff work. It's really incredible. Mm-hmm. We get this amazing front row seat. We've watched them evolve for how they're going to use Mike to how they use Donovan to how whether Joe does this or that, different ways to use each of them, moving Rudy different spots on the floor offensively, adding in Jordan Clarkson, finding the right mix, changing play calls, changing different sets of how we use things. I, I'm blown away watching Rudy suddenly have a Euro step from 14 feet around guys that he and Alex Jensen have worked on every day. Watching Donovan add, are you ready for this, Craig? The 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 yeah. mid the the mid 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 um, mid. <laughs> Say it, the mid range. Oh yeah, that that um, somewhat productively. Um, I don't. I, I I think our coach, the coaching staff work in the development of our franchise, uh, and and the amount of players that have been developed between the front office scene, whatever the skill is, and the coaching staff developed, I, I think is astronomical. Yeah, uh, we we do get a uh, we're lucky. Uh, not many uh, broadcast groups uh, get a chance to watch shoot arounds and practices, and understand what this staff is, who they are, and how well they work together. Uh, I think another positive for me, uh, from a player standpoint, uh, the ability for Bogdanovich to fit into this team, and also the fact to David that he's better than I thought, in the sense of. Um, 
his rim play, as I mentioned before, in another uh, podcast. And I, I really was locked into thinking he was just a guy that was going to be a three-point shooter on this on this team. But he is he's he's got some mid-range to him, and he also has a strong game, a uh, baseline, and at at the rim, and a terrific free throw shooter as well. Um, you know, he's had ups and downs, but like Hornacek and Corbers told us all, look, if you're a shooter in this league, you're, you're going to have highs and lows. And the main thing is you have to stay focused and let it slide off your back. Short memory. I think Bogdanovich fits that description pretty well. Uh, he's been very consistent most of the season. He's had those off nights, but again, uh, you know, that's part of what this league is all about through 82 games. So Bogey, I thought was a great addition uh, he wanted to be with a competitive team. He is, and also uh, he's brought a lot to this club. I think too, uh, just in personality and and toughness. Uh, and you know, and, and probably Royce O'Neal continues to, you know, give me a little bit of insight on what the development of the Jazz are all about. And I, he's really a great story of uh, undrafted, uh, signing an extension. Happy for him, uh, and continues to really work on his defense as well. Let's go back to Bogey. I'm going to go back to the second game of the year. Sprains his yeah. ankle. Sits out the second game of the year. Third game of the year. I don't know exactly how it worked, but basically the message to the training staff was, okay, you got your one game. I'm playing now. Right? Like, I'm done, yeah. yeah like I'm, that's, I'm on the floor. That's who this guy is. Like, he's quiet. He doesn't say a lot. He's not that outspoken. He's perfectly polite and nice, and uh, I've had some nice – I've actually had more nice conversations with him short um, than I thought was were going to take place. But here's this guy who – just is tough. He's played 80, 81, uh, and 81 games his last two years. He wasn't interested in, like, he's he's had that wrist problem all year long. He had a, I think he had a significant shoulder injury. He didn't let anyone work look at, like, and here's a guy who's gone from 13 points to 14 points to 18 points to now 20, and he makes some mistakes. He's turning the ball over a little bit, but that's because he's being pushed to being a totally different player than he's ever been at 30 years old. And it's incredible to watch. Yeah, I, I do like his game. And you're right. There's, and there's no one tougher on himself than Boyan Bogdanovich. He knows when that turnover bug bites a couple of times. And there's, you know, that's the other thing, too. Uh, there's been nights where turnovers, again, are going to happen. And sometimes they happen at critical, you know, moments. And I think, again, when the Jazz figures some of that out, the level of play becomes even higher. It's that focus, that's that concentration that we talk about with teams that are in the higher echelon, as you spoke of earlier in the week, David. Uh, you know, there's just different stories on this team. You know, uh, even Clarkson coming in and the way he was able to adjust. I've never seen a more aggressive offensive player in a Jazz uniform, to be honest. I mean, Malone was a tough nut, right, because his inside power was was unbelievable. But this guy is a is is a constant mover a constant shaker that I've never seen. And, you know, green light, yeah, he's going to have some turnovers as well. But i got to admit, good ball handler, good finisher, and he's shown us he has a better three-point game than I thought. But he seems to have made a pretty interesting, faster transition than I ever thought he would coming over from Cleveland. And what he did, he resurrected the bench. I think that's another story that is very important in this whole discussion. The bench struggling to the – to the nth degree here in the league, one of the bottom, uh, what 29th was it when the when the trade was made, David? Close to that uh, in bench production or in that lower tier. But Jordan just seemed to refuel a club that needed scoring 
uh, desperately in that second unit, and uh, he's fit in perfectly. And there's another, there's another guy who at 27 years old, and to his credit, it happened before he got to the Jazz, but even more so, has totally changed his game. If you go back and look at now, I'm I'm in my wheelhouse here. I'm going to be happy about this. I don't have to say pos- numbers. Go. I don't have to say positive things about the mid range. Uh, if you go back and look at him, his shooting, he used to take 20, really 28 percent of his shots uh, from the mid range, from 10 feet to the three point line. Okay, 28 percent of his shots. It's way too many. And he wasn't great at it. Like he's 40 to 41%. It's not great. Like he's better than most of the guys in the league. It's still not very good. Like it's not a great shot with the jazz. He's been at 9% on those shots. 9% of his shots are now kind of out of paint twos. He is getting to the basket. He's getting into that short mid range, which is not actually a good shot for most people. For him, it's fabulous. His rim finishing is 78%. Like that's un heard of and you wonder about the trend like let's go back to the offseason moves like everyone's what about mike what about okay why is he shooting 78 percent? because no one wants to leave rudy no one wants to leave conley no one wants to leave bogey no one wants to leave joe so he gets to the rim all the way no one wants to leave george he gets all the way to the rim every time because no one's leaving a three-point shooter and he's shooting 79 percent the rim so those moves were that's the essence of what those moves were about yeah and, you know, uh, he's like a Nash. He never picks up the dribble. He's in constant search mode. And what I'm impressed, too, is he's able to finish underneath the basket with some pretty difficult shots, David, left or right. And that's, uh, that comes into play, too, when you're kind of trapped. He's a guy that can get out of trouble and score. And that's something the Jazz haven't had uh, either until uh, Jordan became a Jazz man. So uh, glad to have him. And he. Uh, he electrifies the floor. He gives the Jazz a different pace, too. I mean, you know, I've had a long talk with Moutier and his highs and lows, and, you know, he's a mid-range guy as well. He tries to finish as well. And I think he's had shown improvements at times throughout the year. I was intrigued, though, maybe three weeks ago, uh, they had Clarkson and, and Moutier on the court together, and I just thought it was the most interesting, different tempo transition uh, lineup that the Jazz had had for a while. And the beauty, though, goes back to what Quinn's able to do with this with this roster. It's uh, multidimensional. There's a lot of different things he can do with it. Different, you know, different finishers, uh, different different you know different matchups that he can put on the floor. And probably the most well in his six years, this is probably the most versatile uh, roster he's ever had. And he's been able to use a lot of different looks uh, to get wins. Craig Bullerjack with us here on Locked On Jazz. Live show on Thursday this week. Live show coming up for you on Thursday this week. We'll chat with you, see how you are, have a little community feel uh, coming to you on Locked on Jazz. Today's show is brought to you in part by The Store, located in downtown as well as 6200 South and 20th East. The Store uh, is doing, uh, is as stocked as it can be. They are bringing in everything they can as quickly as they can. They're staying safe and sanitized. Uh, their Instagram account is giving you daily updates, um, and they, they've been able to get deliveries of essentials, of eggs and meats, of ground beef, chicken, uh, and they are keeping preparing their meals that are ready to go, perfect for freezers, enchiladas, lasagnas, pot pies, all of those uh, are there for you. And again, their Instagram account will continue to update you on the various vendors as they're coming in. Um, 
They aren't tied to the corporate warehouse, so they can use every supplier available to them possible by being independent, still supporting Utah's own as well. That's the store located 6200 South, 20th East, as well as um, a... I, <laughs> I just got a earthquake has occurred near Magna Aftershocks and powers out in several locations. Emergency service notification on my phone. It's an two hours late. Um, I'm sure what that that phone ringing is the same thing. That's two. It happened like an hour and fifty minutes ago. That seems like a little late. Anyway, uh, store located six hundred South Twentieth East, also located downtown. They do have a great selection of freezer items for you that you can keep. We do the pot pies. Um, and enjoy those. Uh, they also have, as I mentioned, the, the enchiladas, lasagnas, etc. So that's all out at the store, 600 South, 20th East, uh, also located in downtown by the Gateway. Hi, this is Nate Duncan from Locked On's Hollinger and Duncan podcast. Those of you who listen to our show know that I try to take a measured approach. I'm not prone to hyperbole. It really takes something special to get me excited. But with all that said, Theragun is simply one of the best products that I have ever used. I just turned 40. I've always loved to work out, to play basketball when it's safe. And as I got into my 30s, it just wasn't possible to do that anymore the way I wanted to because my body didn't feel right. And Theragun has helped me fix so many of the aches and pains. I've tried everything, massages, chiropractors, this at-home device, handheld percussive therapy has worked better than any of those for me. And now the all-new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor. It's so quiet. It's no louder than an electric toothbrush. And best of all, you can try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need. Starts at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on, the name of this network right now, and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's Theragun theragun.com slash locked on you brought up a great point there with Moutier and indirect and you brought it up earlier with Royce and we could go back to Joe and we could add George Niang the player development eat the combination of dust Dennis Lindsay Justin Zanuck front office s- seeing players and then the player development of evolving these players into legitimate Bonafide rotational NBA players is tremendous. Agreed. And the fact is the system that they know they're going to bring them into works for them. That's the other beautiful part. You can find a player with talent, but does he fit the system? And what David Morey and Justin and Dennis and Quinn and the rest of the staff have all done is find those guys that come in and just you can drop them in. I think the, the, the example is Clarkson. Boom. Drop him in. And he just hit the floor running. And Royce, undrafted, finds a way to really impact this game. Niang, you know, second time all-leading score at Iowa State. And he finds a groove because he can knock down the three. And he can play some defense on occasion and get a little physical if he has to. But all these guys have parts. It's all about parts. And where do you fit on particular minutes uh, on the floor on a given night in matchups? And that's where Quinn comes into play using those pieces on in the right way. And that's that's the fun part about our job is that we get to watch it develop and watch these guys come in and work their tails off to become better NBA players. Doesn't happen overnight. I think fans have to realize there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes. Game night's one thing. Practice 
and what they're doing even now, David, when they get the green light uh, after this situation that we went through in Oklahoma City, I don't know what the parameters will be about workouts and what have you, but you know that these guys are professionals and they want to continue to work at their craft. How that happens, I don't know, and we're going to find out together. But I know they'll be itching to get back if they can. If not, they'll regroup and uh, and look forward to to another season that's uh, hopefully not too far away. You know, the thing we haven't talked about is Donovan and Rudy are both better, right? Yes, Donovan's way oh, better. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, his he wanted to, as you know, this year make better decisions. I think he's gotten to that point. Um, he's still explosive. His mid-range, as you mentioned, has impressed me as well. Uh, he's very confident, David, with that shot off the wing. Would you agree? I mean, I, I like him more off the wing a little bit, off the free throw line, extended, than just straight away. But I think the mid-range game is, is part of his package now. Rudy is just a constant uh, – he's like watching someone just constantly evolve, kind of sheds the skin and then <laughs> restarts, you know? Uh, and again, you made the Eurostep comment earlier this week, and you're right. I mean, that's something that just came out of nowhere and, and wowed us all. And he seems to be very confident right now with that shot. And that's a good thing for the Jazz. Not rim play, but also if he can do that, give a Jazz a couple of buckets off the floor on the dribble, that's big. That's just another another piece to his game the Jazz need. I'm actually really – this is funny. You just kind of got my ire up, um, which is funny. Like at this point, like why am I getting my ire up? I guess it's a comment on me, but – like the whole talk about Rudy not getting enough shots at the rim, I, he leads mm-hmm. the le- he leads the league in dunks. Okay, right. So maybe, just maybe, in the world's greatest league of the world's greatest athletes, with twenty seven of the greatest basketball coaches in the world, that's all, the four others stand out. You know who they are. I don't need to tell you. Uh, the three others. Uh, the league adjusted. The league said, we're yeah. not giving somebody 360 dunks a year anymore. And so he still leads the league in dunks, which means the Jazz are still getting Rudy as more dunks than anyone in the league by definition. But the league's good. The league was like, you know what? We're not doing this again. We're not allowing. Quinn, Quinn kind of got ahead of the game with a high pass, and he had 306 dunks last year. Like, they're not letting that happen again. And that's where I think Rudy gets frustrated because he'd like to have the touches more. And so when they when he does get them, they, they become more critical for him. And I know he wants to perform at a high level. Look, he's shooting 70% from the floor. So you know something's going right. When it's all going right, it's going right really well. And I think that, you know, David, that probably with the adjustment those coaches you mentioned that have made on Gobert, not giving him, giving him the easy bucket at the rim, is the fact he has to adjust to that. And also he has to adjust, adjust defensively as they pull him out of the paint on, on their offensive side of the floor. And Houston has been brilliant with that with D'Antoni because that's what he did in Phoenix because offense is the only thing on his mind is to get the ball to the rim. So you pull Rudy away and you have a better chance of, of obviously getting the ball to the rack, especially with a Westbrook and Harden who do nothing but run downhill. So it's a fascinating game and the adjustments that go with it and what players have to do to adjust with those adjustments. And I think Gobert was right in the middle of making some of those adjustments before the situation uh, occurred. Uh, he's an ongoing uh, – it's an ongoing process, and I think it's one that we've all watched 
uh, since he came on the scene, and he's not he's not done by any means, in my opinion. And Donovan's just getting started. I just hope you know that health, uh, ankles, and all the above stay good, and these guys uh, are able to grow to I think the level they can be. And you made a, the other point. I know you got to go, but the other point to this is too is the youth that they carry and the experience that they also carry and just think in a year to two to three years time, just how much more focused and I guess they've been molded or melded into an NBA professional. And I don't, I hate to see any, anybody lose the, the love or the spark of the game and also the interaction with fans. But I think what Donovan will be into his fourth, fifth and sixth year, Rudy's already into his seventh, but also is just is having the focus knowing to pick his times to be that guy who he needs to be on the floor. And that's the total focus. And then also the time he needs to be the guy that he truly is as well, the interaction with fans. He's Craig Bullerjack. If you want to know anything about him, I just kept him for an hour, and he told me I had to go. That's the class act that he is, (laughs) or it's a statement on three days into this how bored we already are. I, for the first time ever, think I can tell you, you are welcome anytime and not have an answer back from the from the guest saying, okay, great, with them, you know, thinking, gosh, I hope he doesn't ask sometime soon. So, like, if it's therapeutic to be able to talk about this game that we're not going to get to talk about for a while, uh, it is, you are welcome to come on anytime and chat, Craig. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Call on my phone and just give me three minutes notice and I'll be ready. All right. You're the best. I look forward to seeing you soon. We're going to have to, uh, well, I, I don't know what we're, if any of you and I are kind of still pretending we're in limitations. Um, even we though, are in even uh, though we self, don't need to be. self-observing time. Right. So we'll all do dinner sometime after the 25th or the 26th of, uh, of, of March. I, I, I'm looking at my schedule on the 26th in Dallas. I had a personal note to myself that it would be the thousandth NBA game that I'd ever called, including oh, wow. including playoffs. So not it wouldn't have counted. Only to me would it have counted because no one counts playoffs. But I the da- so I guess that will not happen in Dallas on uh, March twenty sixth. So I'm instead, about, I'm only I'm only about five hundred ahead of you, pal. But uh, a thousand's a big hit. It felt that like a thousand it. mark is a beauty. Yeah, I didn't think I'm not a big round number guy. Um, but that one seemed to move my meter. But I guess I guess we'll have to wait. Um, so, uh, hopefully we won't, well, I, I think, you know, as we talked about earlier this week and it seems as though we're beginning to get a better view of how long we're going to wait. So, uh, safe health to everybody. Craig, thanks so much for your time. And, uh, again, this was recorded Sunday night. So if there's things that have taken place in the world that make our conversation feel out of place, that is why that took place. Thank you very much. Live show tomorrow on Locked on Jazz. Thanks very much for tuning in. This is Locked on Jazz. We're here for you. Try to be almost daily during this stretch here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Hi guys, this is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.